The world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Grace for My Home. I'm so glad to be back here with you guys again this week, and I hope and pray that you're doing well. I apologize this week for being a little late with my podcast. I sat down last night to record, and I just had nothing. And I think it had something to do with just being tired and coming to the end of a very long week. And I say the end because I had worked um, pretty steady at the shop for about a week. And then today was my first day off, and then I'm going to take some time off this week and a little bit next week. So I feel like I was just exhausted and I had nothing to share, and I'd rather not bring you something that is not encouraging or uplifting. And so this morning I had some time to sit down and have a devotion and pray, and that was wonderful. And I did. I asked the Lord, Lord, give me something that is encouraging. Give me something to share with these ladies that will be a blessing to them, because I know that the work you're doing for your home, for your family, for your church, for those that you love, for your communities, on your job, I know that it's important work, and I know that it's hard work, and I know that few see it or recognize it as what for what it is, which is your service to the Lord. And so I just want, my heart truly is with this podcast to encourage you. And so I'm just going to share with you from my heart today. It it may be a little rough. It may be a little um, um, discombobulated, but I would rather share with you when I don't have everything perfect than to not share at all. And you may hear my dog barking in the back because she, you know, I'm, I, normally I will record, I'll try to record when she is quiet, but she is just having a day today. She's out there barking at something. It's probably some squirrels or something. But I just, I'd rather share with you in an imperfect way than not share at all. But I, I want to share with you today what has been on my heart, what has um, been filling my thoughts lately, and that is the change of season. As most of you know, I live here on the coast of South Carolina, and it's we have very mild winter, winters, and it takes us a while to get that first freeze. And this past week, we had our first freeze, which is kind of crazy because it was November 1st, right? It was already into November before it really, we got it really cold. It wasn't just a cool day. It wasn't just a fall day. We felt that, that, that first freeze. And I was completely caught off guard. Now, it was not that I, I didn't know it was going to happen. I know, of course, it's going to happen, right? 
but I just, we, we were so busy with life that until it turned cold and it stayed cold for a few, for a few days, that I, I hadn't even gotten anything. I hadn't even thought about new clothes for my children. And they woke up that morning like, what are we going to wear to school? It's freezing. And I hadn't bought them new clothes. And with three teenagers, it's hard for them to find clothes that fit last year this time. So we dug through and found them something that they could go to school with that um, that wasn't too small for them. And I thought, this weekend I have got to go get them clothes or either order them something. You know, you know the change is coming. Like, you know the change of season is going to come. You know winter is coming. You know that's going to happen. But you're just so busy in fall, right? You're just so busy doing the things that this season requires that sometimes it's hard to remember that there's another season coming. And life is like that. There are seasons, you know, there are seasons to our lives and you might be in a season that you really love right now. It might be just a great season. And the good news is you can enjoy that season right now. The bad news is it's not going to last forever. You might be in a season that you hate right now. You might be in a season that you just wish there was some way you could snap your fingers and just be out of it. Well, the good news is it's not going to last forever. The bad news is you got to get through the season, right? And though we do not control the seasons. We do not control that. There is an ebb and flow to it, though. There's a predictability about it, though. You know, one season is always followed by a next season. And we can know that. And that gives us hope that this isn't just the way my life is. This isn't the way it's going to stay. It's going to change. Life is change. It's constantly changing. So, we, if we're wise, will learn how to walk in that. We'll learn how to expect that. We'll learn how to prepare for that. Now, I wasn't too wise with this season, right? I knew it was going to get cold. But I just kept putting it off and putting it off and thinking, oh, we'll be fine. We'll get it. We'll get by until it caught me off guard. And I think that happens to us a lot in life in general, Right. Things change and sometimes it feels like they change abruptly. But there were signs all along that this isn't permanent. This isn't going to last forever. And so, you know, years, many years ago, when I was homeschooling all three of my boys, I came into homeschooling with no, no, um, no knowledge of homeschooling. I didn't, I think I had met one family that homeschooled and they were a bit strange <laughs> to be nice. And I, I, that certainly wasn't my goal was to be strange, but I didn't have a lot of good examples of homeschool families. So when I felt like the Lord had put on my heart to homeschool, I started researching and I started looking and trying to find um, all the resources I could. And I found out like so many of us find out whenever we, we look at something new, there's a lot you didn't know about that. There's so many ways to homeschool. And as I was looking at things and trying to figure out what fit for us, we landed on what is called a Charlotte Mason curriculum. And I, I was really drawn to it because it was about reading books together, reading real books together and not textbooks. You know, it was about getting outdoors and doing nature study and learning through nature study. 
and it was just it it just seemed to go well with the home right with the the ebb and flow of home and and of making school part of life I, I wanted us to learn in a very natural way and that just fit so one of the things like I said with the Charlotte Mason curriculum was the outdoor nature study part and I grew up on a farm so I really thought that I knew a lot about nature or about I'd spent many hours outside you know on the farm working with my dad but I realized I never really paid attention very well to the things that I saw outdoors. And it was one of those things where it was just there. You know, these are trees. These are, you know, plants. This is dirt. I never really paid attention. It was just part of the world around me. And so as I'm taking my kids out on nature walks and I'm learning how to do that and trying to help them learn things, I learned things. Isn't that how it always works? And so... As we started to observe things, we saw so many things, and it it stuck, right? It stuck in our minds and our imaginations because we paid attention. And as the seasons changed, you got to see how those things changed. I saw the Lord in it. I saw that He made all of this. You know, there is a master designer, and He created all this. Every season has beautiful things in it. And it really made an impression on me. And it made God bigger in my mind, right? It's kind of like, okay, you know God made the world. You know he made all these things. But do you know how much detail he made in all these things? And when you take time to look at nature, when you take time to actually observe it and absorb it, then he you see that he has a plan. You see that, you know, if he, if his eyes are on the sparrow, right, he's going to look after me. With the nature study, one of the things was the change of season. And you got to see that, oh, just a little bit, those are going to be blooming. Because last year this time, right after those plants bloomed, these other flowers bloomed. And so there's like an anticipation, like, oh, it's almost time. It's almost time for the daffodils, you know. And there's a big patch in my aunt's yard where we would walk through, you know. And then, you know, the first leaf that falls, right, that's a big deal. That's a big deal to a seven- and an eight-year-old. You know, that's a big deal. And so it becomes a big deal to you, and you get to enjoy those things with them. But I say all of that to say we can learn from that in our lives as we start to pay attention to the seasons. And there is an ebb and flow. There is a structure. And there's you've you got to have one before the other. After the spring, there's always summer. And after the summer, there's always the fall. And after the fall, there's always the winter. And then it starts all over again. And that's what our life is like. So see, if you're in a season that you love, enjoy that season. It's a good season. Enjoy all the good things in it. And I will say there are good things in all the seasons. But it's not going to last forever. And if we're wise, we'll enjoy the season we're in as we start to prepare for the next season because we know what's coming. Right? And it's the same thing if you're in a bad season. If you're in a season you just wish... Somehow you could get out of this season. I have good news for you. It is not going to last. It is just a season. 
but you don't get to change it, right? It will change, but you have to get through the season to get to the no, to the next season. And the good the good thing is it's going to change. The bad thing is we're not the ones that get to change it, right? If I had had my way, I'd have been putting winter off for a long time because I just didn't feel like I had time to go buy clothes. But I didn't get to make that choice. And so our lives are going to have so many different seasons. We're going to have so many winters and summers and springs and falls. And we can start to recognize the good things in each season. You know, I had in the past couple of weeks with, you know, it being October on my on my Facebook feed and on my Shutterfly feed, I have been getting so many reminders or memories, you know, from the past. And one of our favorite things to do when my boys were young was we took them to a fall festival at a pumpkin patch in a city not too far from us. And it was just so much fun. And they were very young. I mean, like five and four and two. And we have the best pictures of them painting pumpkins and, you know, and playing games. And every time those things pop up on my feed, I'm just, I'm taken back there like, oh, that was such a good season. And I just, you know, I'm so thankful. But we're in a season now that is so different but it's good. You know, now I don't have to hold their hand and walk them around the pumpkin patch. They're going and doing things with their friends. It's a different season. And part of me could be sad, right? I could be sad because, oh, I miss those days. I just so miss those days. And it's good to have those memories. Those are wonderful memories. But we have to remember there's a lot of good in the season we're in. I'm seeing my children now take on the values that I have worked so hard to instill in them, and they're taking them on as their own. Now, I want to tell you, they don't do things exactly the way I want them to do them, but they have absorbed a lot of what I've tried to teach them and made it their own. And see, that's a good thing, because if they were just clones of me, then as soon, if they just parroted back everything I told them, then as soon as they came into hard questions, they wouldn't know the answer because I wouldn't be there. But when they make it their own, when they struggle with those hard times, those hard questions on their own, it becomes a, it, it becomes who they are. And so now they're in a season where they're learning to walk without their parents. And it's a good thing. But And thankfully, we're still close at hand that we're here when they have questions or when they have needs or when they just need a, a shoulder to cry on. And one day, we won't be here for them. It'll be another season in their lives. But there's good in all of these seasons. And I just, I love the spring, okay? I love spring. I love all the seasons. I really do. But spring, everything's new. Everything's fresh. Everything's good, right? There's a an expectation in the air of something new, and we're 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 planning for those for those new things. And you know, everything is fresh. I love that feeling. And then summer is the work season. It's the season where you know we're it's we're doing the things we're working the things the new things that ha- that appeared in the spring in the summer we're working those things right they're becoming mature they're becoming more real and then in the fall we're reaping the harvest from the work of the summer 
you know, it's a it's a time of of reaping what we've sown, of seeing the benefit of the hard work. It's a good season. And then winter, winter, there's a death. There's a death, or at least you should say hibernation, right? The sap dries up. The leaves fall down. You know, the the snow comes. There's a death. Nothing's growing. But there's a lot of work going on underground that we don't see. It's like a rest. And it's necessary to have, in order to have a good spring, you got to have a winter. And the colder the winter, the warmer the spring. Now, that's not scientific. That's just me throwing that in there. But I found it to be true in my life. Because the colder the winter, the more I appreciate that freshness of spring. And it's all good. And so whatever season you find yourself in today, just know that it's temporary but there are good things in it, even if you don't see good things in it right now. Even if the good thing is that you're dying so that you can live again. God has a good plan for us. In his infinite wisdom, he planned these cycles. And the wonderful thing is that we can trust that they are not going to stop. That there are seasons, and even if I don't like the season I'm in, another one's coming. And because I know the cycle, because I know that, I can have hope. And I can prepare for the next season, even while I'm in this season, because it's coming. And he promises to be with us through them all. You know, one of my favorite, favorite scriptures is, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. That is a bedrock for me because it's such a wonderful, it's such a wonderful promise. You know, no matter through all my nasty attitudes, he loves me. Through all my mistakes, he loves me. There's no way I can mess up so bad that he can't redeem it. You know, think about that. I often think about Peter. You know, Peter messed up so bad the very night that he did not even knowing Jesus. He had just sworn to go with him to death. Jesus, I'll die with you. No, Peter, you won't. And I know he must have felt responsible for Jesus being crucified because he didn't stand up with him. He didn't stand up for him. He he left him in his time of need. And I know he must have felt so much guilt but it was still part of God's plan. Now, I don't understand that, but it gives me hope that I can't mess up so bad that it's not redeemable because it's truly not about how good we are and how strong we are, but it's about how good God is and how strong God is. Now, he said, I know your frame. I know you are but dust. He knows us and he still loves us and he has compassion on us because he knows that we're weak, but he's strong and he's going to take you through this season. Father, I thank you for your faithfulness that you know all things, you know everything about us, but you still love us. That Lord, you know everything we're facing and you're right there with us in the midst of it. 
And Lord, you have good plans for us and you have many more seasons ahead for us. And Lord, help us in the place where we are right now to recognize your grace, to recognize your fingerprint. And Lord, help us to prepare for the next season. Father, by your grace, in Jesus' name, amen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today and will join me here again next week. You can find more encouragement on my blog at gracefromahome.com. God bless. Bye-bye.